Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. WGR Sports Radio 550. It's time to take a look inside high school sports. Now, here's your host, Tony Caligiri. Brought to you by Mighty Taco. Mighty Taco would go great right about now. By Minio and Sapio Italian Sausage. Taste the difference quality makes. And by Dent Neurologic Institute. Developing solutions to neurological problems faced in our community. Good morning. Welcome to Inside High School Sports. I'm your host, Tony Caligiri, along with Frank Wolf, Roger Weiss, Francis Beck, and Tom Prince here, all from Western New York Athletics. Good morning, guys. Hey. Good morning. Morning, y'all. Thank you, Roger. Frank, Roger, what were we doing at the, and Francis, what were we doing this date last year? June 16th of 2017. Yes, we were all together. Is that what we were just talking about before we came in? Exactly. We are at the Bison's game. Uh, Wolf Insurance uh, had the uh, suite at the uh, Bison's game, and we had a great time. I should have known it, it had something to do with food. Yeah. <laughs> it was on Facebook. You have oh. the memories thing, oh, and it, it popped up today, the pictures of, okay. uh, of the game, and because uh, I brought a couple of friends of mine and wow. uh, saw the pictures of the fireworks and uh, when uh, it was uh, – Chip and uh, what's the other mascot? It wasn't Blue Buster. Cheese? Wasn't Blue Cheese for Celery? No, 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 no. you're wasn't talking one about the mascots that wear the oh. Bison uniform. Buster Bison, Chip. It's not Buster Bison? It was Chip and, uh, and yeah, another no, one, but it wasn't there. Buster. And so I got a picture of the kids with that, and they thought that was great. <laughs> of course, Nicholas liked all the chicken wings and hot dogs that he could eat, and he was asking me, Dad, are we have the same thing? So I don't know, yep. Nick. We're going to find out. July 6th. July 6th. It's actually WNY Athletics Night at the Ballpark. Nice. So we'll have some uh, friends of WNY Athletics will be out there, some award winners from throughout the year. Um, of course, when you asked the question, we should have known it would have been food-related. Uh, you know, oh, yeah. Shame on me for not uh, moving that to the priority. There are fireworks, too. Usually is. And there's some, uh, another theme going on that night. Uh, I forgot what it was. Uh, I think Conehead Night or something yeah, like that. Yeah, it's Conehead Night, yeah. So uh, we're going to go around with the cone. Conehead. Who needs a beer? <laughs> He's the best. You best. got the conehead guarantee. Get a warm beer from me, and you drink it for free. <laughs> oh man, I'm serious. Why? He's done that since 1980. I don't doubt it. 87. He was. He goes back the uh, last year, maybe two at the rock yeah. pile. Right. And the only reason I remembered there was a foul ball. It landed. It would have landed on him if he didn't have that cone on. And, I mean, I was high up in the things, and I heard that noise when that ball hit that cone. I thought the guy was dead. He turned around. He looked at everybody and smiled. He has been doing this for literally 30-plus years. Long time. He's down to probably one or two cases. Back in the day, he used to carry three and four at a time. He was in demand, big demand. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, he cut me and my friends off at a Bison's game once. <laughs> it's legendary. <laughs> legendary indeed. Uh, happy Father's Day to all the dads out there. Tomorrow is your, uh, is your day, so you'll get your tie and uh, <laughs> your, your, your uh, bag of popcorn because you're pops or polo you know, shirt. Uh, let's see, what was the one I got last year? A rock, dad rocks. You know. <laughs> Meanwhile, mom gets you know a new BMW. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, everything well, else. Well, by the time you get done spending for mom, you don't have any money left to spend for on dad. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, and we're still supposed to go out there, cut the lawn, and do everything else that we do. So, happy Father's Day to all the dads out there. Uh, thank you for all that you do for your kids involved in sports. We really appreciate it, uh, guys. Today, we're going to kind of get into uh, you know your your all western your Western New York Athletics uh, All Star Baseball Team. What are you guys calling it now? All WNYA. All right. Is that well, it's it? not yes. the y'all Western New York. Frank, you're the <laughs> head cheese on this. You I should pick. know, but I, I'm going to defer to Tom Prince on this. He's done an incredible job all <laughs> spring putting, you know, recaps, you know, the guys with three hits in one game, four RBIs. Uh, I just no want to know. Tom, I, Tom did an exceptional job all year. I just so. want to know. Oh, yeah, news and notes. I'm sorry, Raj. Yeah, I got a couple things. Uh, Besides the garbage plate. Well, yeah, I had one on the way home. From they were in oh, town. Did man. you see they were in town yesterday? No. They're anyway, three th- uh, three things I want to bring up. Number one, uh, News Prep Talk announced their Athletes of the Year. Uh, co-Athletes of the Year for the boys, Matt Meyer and Justin Johnson from West Seneca West. Girls, the athlete, of the prep talk athlete of the year is Kayla Blass from Sacred Heart. She plays field hockey, ice hockey, and lacrosse. She is going to Northwestern for field hockey. Have a little problem with this. Uh, my contention is if they can have a co-players of the year in the boys, why can't they have it in the girls? Because there's a most deserving young lady from Dunkirk High School. Her name is Emily Hanlon. Bad news is she's not a three-sports star. The good news is she's a four-sports star at Dunkirk. Her third sport, if you want to call it, is soccer. I'm sure there's a lot of college soccer coaches that would love to have her on the team. She runs indoor track. She went to the States for indoor track and the high jump. I don't know if she made it in the States in the sprint. In uh, uh, outdoor track, she made it to the, not only made it to the States, as we speak, she is in North Carolina in the nationals for the high jump. And uh, Anthony, can you guess which of those sports uh, she's going to do in college? No. None of the above. She's going to the University of Tennessee to play softball. So she's a five-sport athlete then. All right, I give up. What's the fifth sport? Well, indoor and outdoor are technically two different sports. Yes. Soccer so, and softball. Soccer and softball. Oh, That's I thought four. she played basketball too. No, not oh. the most. Oh, she probably could if she wanted to. She's one of those people if show off. If she decided to show up and uh, tryouts one day for basketball, half the girls would probably break her legs because they know she'll make the team in a heartbeat. No. Uh, oh, and by the way, I told you Tennessee, so... I have a little problem with that, but I want to at least <clears throat> give her a shout. Um, I, I I can see why they did that for West Seneca West. They were on the same case, school. Yeah, and... I mean, Matt did a, a tremendous job in football. They both won a state football title, but Matt took his 
his hockey team, he was a catalyst on that hockey team. They went all the way to the state finals. And Justin, he was just fantastic. Probably runner-up to Greg Dolan for player of the year. Yeah, so I could see why they did that. I'm not going to beat him up. But definitely, I agree, if you did it for them to the year Hanlon had. And, and, you know, and it's a bug of mine, and I cannot prove this, but, you You know, it's the Southern Tier, small school. Does not get the love that I feel they deserve. Nail on the head. You just hit the nail on the head. Okay. Also, speaking of track and cross country, a year ago we had a couple girls graduate from uh, Narden, Anthony. Danielle and Gabrielle Ori. At the Ivy League uh, Championships in track this year, Danielle finished second in the 5K and second in the 10K, in which the 10K was the first race she ever ran. First 10K ever. Her sister uh, took third in a 3,000 steeplechase and then two hours later takes third place in the 5K. Uh, Ivy League champions. Oh, by the way, Danielle, academic All-American 4.0. That's outstanding. That's crazy. Both of them ran in the NCAA regional. And, uh, by the way, they're not teammates. Danielle goes to the University of Pennsylvania. Gabrielle goes to Cornell. <laughs> How crazy is that? Uh, just, uh, again, uh, graduates a year past of the good uh, track and field uh, and cross-country program at Narden College. We never give them enough uh, acknowledgement. Finally, softball. Uh, I just want to say Section 6 girls softball is still the sport. Uh, one state champion, one runner-up. Two other de facto runner-ups because the team that eliminated them went on to win the state championship. Uh, congratulations to the Chautauqua Lady T-Birds, Thunderbirds. And the one I really feel bad about, Anthony, is Lancaster High School. They lost to Victor 3-1 to one, basically on a swinging, what turned out to be a swinging bunt where they couldn't get the force play at home plate. Victor goes on to win the state championship. That could have been Lancaster were it not a simple. <laughs> Come on, guys. Give me a break. Why? He sneezed. I'm doing a God bless you. I'm being polite. Oh, Talk about throwing me off my game. If this God was on Facebook you, Live, we'd get a ton but of But anyway, right uh, congratulations to all our softball players. I had a good time down there at Moreau Park in South Glens Falls. And, of course, Tapped it off on the way home with a GP. Yeah, and he didn't bring me one. That's jive. I know. Yeah, but you get yours. <laughs> right, your wife knows that I've been uh, spinatian for a, uh, which means crave. Uh, uh, crave Hurricane for Francis, didn't you tell me that Anthony wouldn't even share one hot dog with his brother? Payback. Well, I made them. I, he didn't make them. I did. Payback stuff, Anthony. Oh, man. <laughs> That's for your brother, Mike. Tough room. <laughs> There's a tough room in here. Francis, you had track uh, uh, information for us. Well, in case you guys didn't know, it's kind of a sad day. The 2016-2017 year is officially over last weekend. As we alluded to, softball and track and baseball championships were last weekend. 2017-2018, Francis. No, that's next year. Oh, wait. Oh, you're right. Oh, (laughs) jeez. I'm losing track of this. You're old, dude. I was going to say, what did I do? I'm green? 2018. Hey, I'm trying to forget 2018. 
We're going to have to get the one of the old timers like Markel. Yeah, here. where's Markel when you need him? Straight. Go uh, ahead, buddy. So we had three. Uh, obviously, Roger said we had uh, Chautauqua Lake softball won their first state title in school history. And in track, we had two state titles, too. Cheek Dewaga's Jalen Moss won the Division II 100-meter dash with a, 12, with a time of 12.31 seconds. And then Lancaster's Don Sorgi won both the public school and federation mates. Uh, he won the federation title with a throw of 60 feet, 8.25 inches in the shot put. Cool. Other notables, Orchard Park junior Jenna Kern placed second in the Division One 200-meter relay, or 200-meter dash and 400-meter dash. Uh, speaking of Lancaster, we have some more signings. Uh, speaking of Lancaster softball, Maddie Pepke is going to be going to St. John Fisher, and Olivia Kincannon is going to UB. And in, from Sweet Home, we have signings from Jordan Chattel to Canisius and Matthew Simonelli to RIT for swimming. And then in field hockey, we have a commitment from Riley Cromer of Sweet Home. She'll be playing at Division One St. Francis. Wow, that's pretty cool. Love hearing about the scholarship part. That's neat. All right, guys, let's get into Oh, did you have anything, Frank? Real fast, real fast, our good buddy Jimmy Pernick, the AD at Mount St. Mary, sent these along. Um, they've got some camps coming up, one for lacrosse, basketball, volleyball, and this one caught my eye, journalism. Uh, Mount St. Mary's, they got all these different camps coming up. Uh, their number is 716-877-1358. Uh, if you're, whether you're planning on attending Mount St. Mary's or not, still you can attend these camps, and they're fun, and uh, they're very affordable. Give them a call, lacrosse, basketball, volleyball, and then this journalism one is really pretty cool. That's neat. I Two like new that. coaches announced at Mount St. Mary's. Oh, yeah? Soccer. Anthony Massup, the former coach from N-Trip, is now the varsity coach of the Lady Thunder. Is it the Lady Thunder? It's just the, the Thunder. Just the Thunder? Okay. And thunder, Thunder. I'm sorry, He-Man. <laughs> Flashback. And Joe Catalano is the cross-country coach. Wow, that name sounds familiar. Never heard of him. <laughs> Did you say Mount St. Mary is the Thunder? And the coach came from Niagara? Thunder and trip. And trip. And trip, so the Thunder and Thunder, he doesn't even have to change any of his logos then. Catalano brings the lightning. Oh, <laughs> oh. Well, at least you, 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 you may need to start yet. this all over. <laughs> at least Anthony. Good morning. Welcome to Inside High School Sports. At least you groaned when Frank said that. If... if uh, I would have done that. You'd have called security. I would have. Francis, have this man removed. Francis got off the real bad start. <laughs> yeah, today in general, I sent him a text message at like, what, 8.15 this morning? 8.30, yeah. Breaking we- news. I titled this text with breaking news. We're going to breakfast, 8.30. Should have had it breaking eggs. <laughs> so, he was all in a tiff. He's calling me like at 9, way after I told him to meet me for breakfast. Well, he pulled a Rip Van Winkle. He slept for a year because he thought this was 2016 <laughs> 17. And then, and then we walk into GR, and you guys had the thing for Sandy yesterday. 50 yes. years since coming to Buffalo. That was a great show, by the way. It that was, was a lot it of was. fun. It was fun listening to. Yeah, Joey Reynolds was in. Uh, Tommy Shannon Tommy called. Tommy Shannon called in. The fact that he dated Ann Margaret. Are you kidding me? <laughs> uh, Danny Navrath was in. Jerry Rio. Uh, Phil Arno from WBBZ uh, was in, and Mike Randall came in uh, from Channel 7, and he, he uh, filmed a, a segment for their 7 o'clock show. So I DVR'd it, uh, you know, but I was on at 7 o'clock, and, you know, my kids are in there. And <laughs> 
they come up to the scene where Mike says, and you know, Tony Kellager has been uh, producing Sandy, you know, for a long time, and my daughter yells this massive scream, "That's my daddy!" Oh, she went nuts. It was so funny. But uh, thanks to Mike Randall, we had a lot of fun. You had a lot of food. Yeah, we had a lot of food thanks to Ilio DePaulo's. Uh, There's still food out there. Uh, Olson's Bakery. Wait, well, how much time to the break? Uh, maybe I'll be right back. No. <laughs> but we had a great time, and it, it was celebrated 50 years of Sandy being on the air at uh, in Buffalo, started in KB, uh, 1968. Wow. He's worked for KB, uh, right here at WGR, uh, 102.5, 104. I think that's, oh, yeah, and that's in a second stint with uh, KB. Uh, that I got to be a part of uh, mm-hmm. several years ago, and that was that was great. And the fact that I've, as 50 years, I've been with him for 21 of those years, man, that's a long time. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's Anthony, amazing. I caught bits and pieces of it. The one question I have, uh, it was a, like an 11th hour hiring of Dan Jr., or he might have been out of town for uh That was with 104, the team that uh, Sandy put together with Susan Hunt, uh, Dan Jr., uh, and I think Darren also. Yeah. Well, Darren was, uh, what, deadhead or whatever yeah, back in the day? Yeah, Darren was deadhead uh, with uh, Danny. But wasn't... Uh, and the mayor. Uh, Dan Jr., wasn't he about to take a job except an assignment out of town? May have been. I thought I heard, you know, it's, there was so much of that show. There I was wish a I lot. recorded it yesterday. I really Well, it's, you can go to it on WBN, audiovault.wbn.com. Okay. I just might do that, but it just seems to me, and... Well, you know, the rest they say is history because Dan Jr. now, he, what, he's the Western New York, uh, what do you call it? With First the, responder. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, he's doing a great uh, job with that. Wow, really doing a good job with that. Very impressive. You sit there and then, like, I'll look across and I'll see these guys and I'm like, what the heck am I doing <laughs> rubbing elbows with these legends? And uh, it blows my mind. And, you know, in, in the day before, in prepping for the show, and I'm going on YouTube and I'm finding, you know, Joey Reynolds, anybody out there, we have a lot of young listeners out there, you have no idea how huge KB Radio was back in the day, the most powerful station in the country, uh, home to the godfather of rock and roll, uh, George Hound Dog Lorenz, who essentially, he started rock and roll. And uh, and KB, and just uh, these, the history behind it is absolutely amazing. So I was going through YouTube, and I find Joey Reynolds' theme song, Frankie Valley and the Four Seasons recorded it. Are you kidding me? You got one of the top act, musical acts in the country recording an on-air personality's theme song. Anthony, that's how big they were. To show you how powerful, you know, if that's not good enough, when I got uh, went into the military, and that was March of 67, I took my basic training at Fort Benning, Georgia. Then I went out for advanced infantry training out at Fort Lewis, Washington. And don't ha- ask me how I ended up out there. A bunch of uh, National Guards that were doing their six months active duty were at uh, Fort Lewis, Washington. They were from Maine and Massachusetts. And as soon as we started talking, where are you from? And I said, Buffalo, New York. And they go, oh, my God, WKBW Radio. This is up in Maine. I guess the whole East Coast. That's how big KB is. Well, 50,000-watt station. Yeah. Uh, that's a jolt. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've heard reports of Vietnam. Guys in Vietnam were listening to KB. Wow. Uh, that's how, you know, at night when everybody else has to power down, right. that 50,000-watt signal uh, travels the globe. It's Good amazing. Good morning, Vietnam. Well, I'll tell you, when I lived in Maryland... Um, back in 07, uh, every now and again I would cruise. 
out of Annapolis towards D.C., and I'd get on the, I believe it was the 495. Yes. I could tune in to Sabres games. I could hear Generet and Lorenz calling Sabres games clear as day. Hound Dog Lorenz did the Sabres game? Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> I right, remember on that. that. Note, Anyways. On that note, we're taking a break, and when we come back, we're going to uh, go to Tom Prince and uh, break down uh, some of the best players in uh, in uh, you know high school baseball. But I have a question. Are there any Cayuga Cubs on there? Am I going to see Giovanni Abzudala on there? Uh, maybe uh, Carson Smith or Connor uh, Morris? Are they, are they on your... No? Could be some honorable mentions. All right. All right. We'll, <laughs> we'll see. All right. We'll be back with more. You're listening to Inside High School Sports on WGR Sports Radio 550. We're back. You're listening to Inside High School Sports. Tony Caligari along with Frank Wolf, Roger Weiss, Francis Beck, and Tom Prince, Western New York Athletics. All right, Tom, you've seen a lot of baseball this past year. While I was home recuperating, you're out there catching all the games. So you got, uh, you're really dialed into the top players in Western New York, and now uh, you've put together your list of some of the best. I don't know how you want to uh, deliver it, go second team first or first, whatever, however way you want to do this, uh, lay down some names for us. Tell us who are the top players in Western okay. New York. I've done three teams. I know the um – Buffalo News does two teams, but I've done three teams. You've got to remember, there's almost 100 schools that we're talking about that are giving kids into the into these all-Western New York-type teams, mm-hmm. right? So 100 schools, think about it. There's just one good player in each team. It's 100 kids competing for these spots. And listen... A lot of these teams have more than one good player on these teams. Oh, sure. You look at a, a Will East, a Maryvale. I mean, come on. You can go up and Canisius. down. Exactly. So there's no doubt. Um, so how I'd like to kick it off is let's start off who I named player of the year, coach of the year, and then we'll go from first team right down. Let's do it. All right. So player of the year. Let's start it off. Cole O'Connor, St. Francis is who our player of the year is going to be. Hmm. Uh, Cole O'Connor, 6'10 batting average in the Monsignor Martin division. I've watched him play in regular season as well as got a chance to see him play in the playoffs. Unbelievable bat. Definitely uh, should be our player of the year. One thing I want to mention, you know, a lot of people don't realize it. Monsignor Martin are not allowed to use aluminum bats. Right. Wooden bats. And they won the Georgetown Cup title. They swept St. Joe's. Yep. No doubt. And there was just... Seeing him play this year was just, you can just see it was someone who stepped up, was unbelievable, um, will be a Division One player this year. Uh, definitely the, uh, w- which I thought was the player that took the one step above what everybody did this year. Okay. Coach of the year. We've talked about him a couple times this year. Definitely took a team that we didn't think was even going to be one of the top teams competing in the area and was probably part of some of the most memorable games we've seen in Western New York. But we're naming Coach of the Year, Jeff Helmbrick from West Seneca. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, but uh, again. West Seneca. West. West. So definitely, I mean, what that, that team did this year was just unbelievable. And you can just see it was something, the way that team came together, the way they came out of Double A, they had some big wins in the Double A conference. Then come down, 
to beat teams like Grand Island and Hamburg in the playoffs, it was just an unbelievable run and someone that you had to recognize sure, this year. Sure. They now, must have had some mega power points playing uh getting six points of uh, six power points for every win in their division yeah. games and all that because they're a class A school playing a class double A schedule basically. Yeah. Um, and, and still didn't have the best ranking. I mean, they, they, they came out with a very low rank to be able to win some of those big games. So no doubt about it. So let's talk about now our, our team one. Um, what I'll do is I'm going to just go through uh, some of the stats. I do not do this a specific amount of pitchers, a specific amount of outfielders, a specific amount of infielders. I believe we're just going to put what the best statistical people that are out there uh, to be on the first team. So, so if you got 22 first basemen, so be it. So be it, because they were the ones that did it. The one thing that all of them do is they all hit. Right. doesn't matter whether you're a first baseman, catcher, or third baseman, outfielder, you all have to hit. The guys hit What a concept. Why, why didn't I think of that? <laughs> brilliant, brilliant. So let's start. No particular order, okay? So right. this is no particular order. Let's start it off with Olean. Dylan Vincent with a 586 batting average this year. Another uh, Division One commit, unbelievable year. Had a great year last year, and again, another great year this year. Um, so our first one to be recognized on Team One. Second one we'd like I'd like to recognize from Lakeshore, John Wilson, mm-hmm. 560 batting average. You heard me talk on the show. Probably the hottest hitter in Western New York during the season. Got a chance to see him play against Iroquois. Watch him go three for four in the Iroquois game. Saw him on a multi-game hit streak. Was an unbelievable bat this season. Deserves to be team one. And bearing in mind, when you say a batting average 560, you can imagine what their on-base percentage is. Correct. Yep, because there are times he had to have been walked and and, and You're probably talking close to 750 on-base percentage. Yep. Now we're going to go to the pitching staff. We're going to go John Goss over at Depew. Listen to this ERA. 0.496 0.496 ERA. Unbelievable season that he had uh, for Depew this year. So that's what, not even one run every 18 innings. You got it. You got it. Now the next one we're going to also do, this person is our, is definitely a multi-positional player. You could put him on for pitching. You could put him on for infield. You could put him on for hitting. One of the top players in Western New York. One of the leaders at Lancaster, Max Giordano, a .483 ERA in 29 innings. Another fantastic job uh, by a pitcher that was out there, and as well as somebody who hit just shy of 400 this year to boot. Next one, now we're going to go over to Monsignor Martin and St. Joe's. Will Carlone, a 1.56 ERA and a 444 batting average in the Monsignor Martin division. <laughs> Unbelievable statistics. And then another player that you're going to see go Division One. Next one, also from the Monsignor Martin, from Canisius, Jack Collins. Listen to this stat. 55 strikeouts in 30 innings. Almost two strikeouts an inning that he had. Hit 87 on the gun in a game this year. Unbelievable! We'll be going to SUNY Binghamton this year, and is also one of our first teams. Man, that's amazing. Next, we got here coming from Roy Hart, Jacob Brunning, one of the leaders of the team uh, that was for Roy Hart that right. led uh, their team to the semifinals at the state championships. A one point two seven ERA in forty nine innings 
And then, oh, by the way, I'm going to also add a 438 batting average to it. <laughs> so, again, you can talk about being there as a pitcher, a hitter, unbelievable statistics, but you talk about a combo player that was out there. The next one, which will be the shock that not, not too many people have heard of this name. Coming from Springville, Dan Robinson, a 508 batting average. I got a chance to see this kid play, and I got a chance to see him play after he had just gone 11 for 11 in straight three straight games had gone 11 for 11. I watched the last three where he had gone three for three. Unbelievable hits. Also was one of the shortstop for Springville. Also went to the mound and was one of his top pitchers on the mound this year. Definitely somebody that people do not know about and deserves to be recognized on that first team. The next one comes from Orchard Park. Thomas Evans, the one you've heard me talk about, the Georgia transfer. Thomas Edwards, e- Evans, a 493 batting average is uh, what he finished with for Orchard Park this year. Um, again, a, a great job, great season for Thomas Evans. The next one, a name everybody will recognize, our dra- one of our drafts uh, that got drafted by the Major League Baseball, Charles Mack from Williamsville East who uh, with a 475 batting average this year with five home runs, unbelievable bat. No doubt the future is going to be bright. Can't wait to see what he's going to accomplish uh, uh, at the next level. Great infielder, too. Yep, great. Infielder. no doubt about it. Do you know offhand, has he made a decision whether he's going to go to college or sign? I don't. Um, if I were to give you my gut, I mean, I, I'll be shocked he probably doesn't sign just because it's so early in the draft. Hmm. But I, I'm giving you my gut. Oh, <laughs> you know? Well, I think I, I've heard that the it actually makes more sense because of the signing bonus you get to yeah. go to the pros first, and for the guys who choose to go to college, they actually lose leverage when they get selected. This is what I've heard hmm. from people. So, well, chances are they one year uh, in college they won't probably will not come up with the numbers that they came up with uh, high school to these. Uh, because if they don't and they go to college, they go back in the draft the following year, do they not? And each successive year? I don't think it's the the immediate yeah. year after. I think it's a couple. They have time. I, I have to, to look college. that one up. Okay, yeah, let's uh, continue. Next one. We're going to go back to Lancaster again. Their catcher, Ryan Voigt. Uh, unbelievable season. I think every time I covered a Lancaster game, he either had a winning hit had a hit that was to, to tie the game, a hit that was to blow the game open, was unbelievable. On a stacked I, team. Uh, on a team that was exactly, was stacked to boot. Um, you even saw when I put down that he was player of the game at the uh, at the sectional championships versus the Will East. I don't know if you saw the social media that came out. It was, this should be player of the year. This should be a candidate for the player of the year. I mean, people realize the season that he had, and mm-hmm. he absolutely deserves to be first team, no doubt about it. The last two come from Fredonia. Okay, listen to these Great stats. Program. Okay, I want you to hear some of these stats. Ready for this one? Seth Schrader from Fredonia, a 574 batting average. Ready for this? Hold on. 697 league batting average. Almost hit 700 in his league. In league games. That's like softball numbers. I mean, unbelievable. And then the pitcher also for Fredonia, Derek Walters, 8-0, 41 innings, right? I only gave up three earned runs, 67 strikeouts, a .51 ERA, plus a no-hitter. Man. <laughs> oh, 
That's Coach exactly Gullo's got it going why. on down there. They, <laughs> so no you, surprise. They're you, amazing. You can see exactly why this was such a strong team to be able to sure. be on team one. And the stats do not lie. What these kids did has And they do this every season. year, by the way. Oh, no doubt. I mean, we saw last year there wasn't an average under 500 last year to make team one. And the same thing happens again here from team two. But you'll see that the couple that are below, maybe below a 500 average, Oh, by the way, mixed in some pitching with an unbelievable ERA to boot to it. <laughs> Tom, how far did Lancaster go in the playoffs? They lost the first round at the ne- the next round after sectionals. Victor? Yep. Oh, but they did win the section. Yes. Yeah. So obviously, I guess Lancaster <clears throat> would be the baseball slash capital of uh, West- softball capital of Western New York this year because... Oh, well, well, wait, Roger. They went four for four in the spring. Baseball, softball, boys lacrosse, and girls lacrosse. Okay. They all won sectional yeah. titles. Yeah, I was going to say, they, Lancaster had a heck well, of a year. It was a sweep. Well, especially Actually, heck of a year. In girls lacrosse, <laughs> it goes without saying. I mean, yes, they did have it handed to them by uh, Frontier early in the year, but Frontier was uh, down to Class A. Therefore, you know, Julie Buccieri, our friend from, uh, you know, the Legends, you know, it's automatic just about for Lancaster. So congratulations to the Legends. Yeah, unbelievable season. Just for it's the same thing that you we were talking about with the West Seneca West story, right? It's the story that Lancaster every year had it year. seems like one or two schools will have that magic year where they're just cleaning up in in all sports. So uh, yeah. it's pretty cool to Lancaster see. Lancaster definitely had that year, and we right, probably let's... should mention uh, Roy Hart too. Uh, talking oh, Roy, about successful schools, softball and yep. baseball. Yep, and the guy from Victor, by the way, not to take anything away from Lancaster, their coach also won a state title. Hockey, and he's a Kim Reese grad. Interesting. Name, name New York right Oh, Anthony, did I hear a Kenmore West guy giving plaudits to a Kenmore East guy? Frank's no. all Kenmore. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Slip of the hey, tongue, huh, Frank? I'll get this plug in next Saturday, 12 noon, Crosby, Kenmore West alumni versus Kenmore East alumni. If uh, Ken East loses, Francis does 100 push-ups in the studio next week. Well, I, I never you, agreed to that. I tell you what, Ken East may have lit a fire under a uh, Kenmore West alumni. Uh, that's all. I'm, I'm going to leave it right there. <laughs> oh, boy. I'm going to leave it right there. You might want to catch this game. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, Tom, we'll finish up and, and talk about some more of the players from uh, who had a great year in uh, high school baseball. Don't forget, Sports Talk Saturday follows us at 11 o'clock. Keep it right here on WGR Sports Radio 550. That's a whole show. Trying to figure this one out, D. I'm not familiar with it. It's Jack White. We were at Darien Lake back on Friday. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm not familiar with them. All right. We're back. One last segment inside high school sports. Once again, happy Father's Day to all the pops out there uh, who do such a great job being involved in your uh, children's sports teams. And what's that? Stepdads too. Stepdads too. Father well, figures. That kind of goes. Yeah. Father figures. All right. Is that better? Look. Now that we're being technical. Yes. All right. More Thanks. of an open term. <laughs> <laughs> Go back to your artwork, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> He's drawing pictures of Francis during the break. <laughs> All right, Tom, let's finish up talking about uh, some of the players here. So that we already went through Team 1. Let's go right on to Team 2. Yes, okay. please. Sean McKinney from Lockport, 491 batting average this year. Saw him play. Wow, what a big frame, unbelievable hitter. Um, definitely somebody you're going to see at the next level. 
Uh, Alex Zulia, St. Joe's, 446 batting average, 25 hits, 20 runs, 20 RBIs, 8 doubles, 3 triples, and a 695 slugging percentage. And a partridge in a pear tree. Holy Got it. cow. And again, wooden bats. <laughs> yep. Now another name which a lot of you recognize from last year as one of our top players comes back to Team 2, John Bender from Wilson, a 468 mm-hmm. batting average. Next name comes from Lancaster, a name all of you will recognize. Ryan Manzel with a 1.27 ERA in 29 innings. He's going to Brockport, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, next one from Starpoint, Joel DeLoso, 5-0 record, 1.89 ERA, 42 strikeouts in 33.1 innings. Unbelievable season he had. Got a chance to see him pitch, too, uh, in the sectionals. Great season he had. Next one comes from Roy Hart, Charlie Brunning, and that's it. You, yep. It is the brother of Jacob. Yep. Uh, Charlie, a four thirty two batting average and a two point four four ERA and thirty seven and a and thirty seven innings pitched. Mike Hartman from St. Francis, unbelievable season. Saw him pitch head to head against Jack Collins in the um, in the Monsignor Martin playoffs. Did a fantastic job this year, four and zero with a one point seven five ERA. Michael Bryan from Clarence, our next one, a 460 batting average in the ECIC1 division. A great season from him. Zach LaPlante from Kenmore West, a 484 batting average this year. Uh, another great season. The next name you'll match, we got another brother brother combo. Joe Mack, Williamsville East, with a 483 batting average. He's like a sophomore or a yeah, freshman? He's, um, freshman is, where he, is what he is. Yep. There's some young players out there that you and have the, to keep an Mac eye out for. And the brothers have a sister in between that yeah, is probably as good as, as good as their two brothers. So here's a name most of you have not heard. Coming from Iroquois, Tyler Bird, a 513 batting average. Um, also known for golf, uh, apparently, too. But an unbelievable season led the Iroquois team with a 513 batting average. Next one comes from West Seneca West, Patrick Cardenudo. A 475 batting average to lead that West Seneca West team that had such a fantastic season. And then to round out Team 2, we're going to go back to Olean with Zach Parr, who finished with a 579 batting average, an unbelievable season, right behind Dylan Vincent. So, again, you can see a top, top to be able to make any of these teams. Uh, next, we're going to go real quick to Team 3. Started off at Lancaster with Ben Damiani with from Lancaster, a 448 batting average, another unbelievable season. Boy, I'll take this kid from a leadership and just from a standpoint of just being out there on the field. You want this kid on your team. Next one, we're going to go out to Maryville for Connor Desiderio. Five wins and end five saves for Maryville. Played the closer role for them. Did an unbelievable job. Connor Desiderio has to be on one of these teams. And Absolutely. Is there. Yep. Then we're going to go to St. Joe's. Vince Capalupo. St. Joe's a 450 average, 27 hits, 22 runs, 8 RBIs, and was 14 for 14 with stolen bases to boot. We're going to stay in Lancaster. A name that everybody recognizes. One of the top pitchers in the area. Tom Benarski for Lancaster. With a 2.935 ERA in 31 innings, 
unbelievable, plus the perfect game you all heard about against mm-hmm. Jamestown. I'll take this kid on my team any single time. He's an unbelievable pitcher. Why don't you just put that whole team on there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really, they had that kind of year. You could interchange almost these. Sure. Uh, you know, the two. same athletes you've heard of in well. fall and football and in basketball. Wow. What a year they had. So the next we're going to go out to Niagara Falls for Trevor Genesee, Niagara Falls starting pitcher. Unbelievable season, a 1.21 ERA in 34 innings. Next one we're going to go is to Lakeshore. Nate Lockwood, 1.66 ERA in 25 innings, 4-0, two complete games and 174 batting against average. This kid's legit. Watch him for the future. I'm telling you, 6-4 frame, unbelievable. I've seen him pitch since he was 10 years old. What, I got it. what are they feeding kids in Lakeshore? <laughs> I told Tom before the, the show, we, I was watching the uh, 12U game at uh, Cayuga uh, uh, the other day, and I see this giant of a kid walking in there. He has to be about six foot two, somewhere 210, 220 range. I thought it was a coach. I said, no, that's a 12-year-old. Get out of here. Yep. You see the video on ESPN, the 6'10 fifth grader playing basketball? I heard about yeah, it. I Where, where's that from? Well, don't forget, uh, Lakeshore had uh, Brave Williams, 7'1", 400 pounds. I thought that kid was a little soft, Francis. Wait till he plays a 6'10 kid or a 6'8 kid. 10-foot <laughs> <laughs> hoop, and he's what? Six, no, he was playing on an 8-foot hoop. 8-foot hoop, and he's like over 6 feet? He was soft. <laughs> Soft. All right, go ahead. I'm sorry. All right. No, you're fine. Uh, next one, Vinny Sanami from West Seneca East. 34 innings pitch, 45 strikeouts. Next one comes from Nichols. Ryan Peterson. This kid was unbelievable in Monsignor Martin. Unfortunately, the team was on one of the weaker teams that are out there in the Monsignor Martin. But every time Monsignor Martin would play this kid and he'd go to the mound, they knew it was going to be a game. It would be 2-1, 3-2. He would shut them down. 447 batting average, a 2.1 ERA, 52 strikeouts in 36 innings. Unbelievable pitcher, deserves to be there. Next one, Ian Evans from Wilson, a 1.14 ERA in 24 innings. Next one comes from Niagara Wheatfield. James Philpelli, a name that you've heard me say here, that Niagara Wheatfield team was something this year. There had to be representation from them here. A 2.8 ERA in 30 innings plus a 452 batting average to boot. So he did it with the bat and on the mound for them. Next one comes from Silver Creek, their catcher, their leader. Unbelievable player. This guy's unbelievable. I love watching him play. From Silver Creek, Sam Mullen. Our next one comes from Cleveland Hill. Brett Kachansky from Cleveland Hill with a 491 batting average. And then our last one for Team 3 comes from St. Mary's. Cole Laskowski from St. Mary's with a 416 batting average. Right there are Team 3s. Plus we'll have an honorable mention, which will be on the website also. But you can see we have... For top three teams, some unbelievable players. Any of these players could be moved all around. I'll give you a couple of players to watch in the future. Catcher for Maryvale, seventh grader. Uh, this kid is going to be something. I, I, got, His control of the game as a seventh grader is amazing. His form, everything, he's... he's He's solid. Yeah, he's going to make the list. Defensive player of the game in the sectional championships. Yeah, he was unbelievable. This kid. Another one uh, for uh, Niagara Wheatfield fans. Keep oh. an eye out for Sean Watson. He'll be a seventh grader next year. He could do it all, pitch, uh, field, and he could hit the you know what out of the ball. <laughs> uh, keep your eye out for those two. We're in good shape, baseball wise. 
the same. Oh yeah, you're going to see a lot of names start coming out, and I you could see us through Twitter. There was the, Max Yule from Portville, an eighth grader, uh, threw a complete game this year. Was unbelievable. Hit one out as an eighth grader. You saw some some huge stats all over the place. What I like even better are the the fields, the turf fields that they've put in the last few years. Ken West, Will East, Will North. I give them a hard time about the way they did it, but still, these fields are phenomenal. Niagara Falls. Great in fact, I talked to, to uh, Mark Laurie about possibly having, because uh, we have uh, the Mayor's Cup uh, mm-hmm. championship, whatever, in the yeah. falls with the different little leagues, Whirlpool, Hyde Park, Cayuga, and uh, Midtown. He says, you know, let's do a showcase deal at the high school. And I, I think he was open. He thinks it's a great idea. So yeah. if the powers to be that run the, the uh, Mayor's Cup, if you guys are uh, interested, Mark Laurie, Superintendent Niagara Falls, would uh, accommodate us having uh, some games. I think that would be a thrill for the kids. Oh, no doubt. Anytime they get a chance to showcase themselves at the high school level and feel like they're on that same showcase that same stage it's an unbelievable uh for those kids they just thrive in that yeah they do all right tom prince thank you so much uh amazing job you do in following high school baseball uh, so much information out there you're uh, truly a treasure uh thanks to uh every all you guys and oh god francis yeah 43rd annual lions game in july this last the wednesday first of july year, last wednesday they'll be having cheerleaders this year a north squad and a south squad so Will South. Will I South. think Roger and Frank should be on uh, the game uh, on, like on cheerleading squad. No, the game at Will South this <laughs> yes. year. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because I've been telling people it's been at the pews. So. Right. And the rosters are announced. They're on our website. Awesome. If you haven't seen them already. Derek Kramer, thank you for producing. Happy Father's Day to all you dads out there. We'll talk to you next week with more Inside High School Sports. Okay. Picture this: It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.